The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, it's 2.35. Thanks to Gord for uh, joining us in about uh, 10 minutes' time. A new segment, we'll do it once a month on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. It's called Fit After 40. Uh, Grant Fedoric from Leading Edge Physiotherapy will join us, give us some tips, and explain why some things happen as we uh, get a little bit older. I'm... I'm Excited and uh, eager for that conversation. My sister told me one time that everything uh, uh, falls apart at 50, uh, which I, well, I would tend to agree. Maybe it's our genes, but it was at 40 where you still felt young enough to participate in a lot of things, uh, but perhaps didn't take the same precautions you should have to participate, like stretching and taking it easy and knowing your limits. So I'm I'm excited for that conversation. Some more interesting comments coming in regarding Hugh Hefner, not uh, unexpected this afternoon. Uh, Gamer Brian says, what better tribute to a man when both men and women have your iconic symbol as either a tattoo, a t-shirt, or a decal on a car. Rest in peace, Hugh. Have fun at your next party. Um, And then this one says, you know what? Great empire built on exploitation. Do you, uh, Hugh Hefner and others like him are a symbol of what's wrong with the world today. I'm sure he isn't resting in peace. Do you consider it uh, exploitation? Again, I consider it exploitation if the woman is being forced to do something that she doesn't want to do. Mm -hmm. If a woman is there by her own choice, then I have no problem with it. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't have a problem with pictures of beautiful women's bodies. Right, and nor do I, uh, or men's. I, uh, or men's, or yeah. Yeah. Um, and again... They're not sexual acts, just so we're clear on this. I don't know if you've read Playboy or seen Playboy. There's no sexual... It, it, uh, the cartoons, perhaps, but the pictures are... I mean, I haven't watched... I Honestly, I haven't opened a Playboy in probably 30 years, mm-hmm. but from what I recall, it was beautiful women, which I thought uh, tastefully done. But again, I have my opinion, you have yours, everybody has a right to their own opinion. Where this argument tends to go um, with our listeners often, with some of our listeners, is what if it was your daughter? What if, they always go to you, what if it was your kid? I raised my daughter to make her own choices. I wouldn't have the authority to tell my daughter what to do. And if she were asked to appear in Playboy and decided that that was for her, then I would support that decision. Yeah. It's her body. It's, she's an adult and she makes her own decisions. Mm-hmm. And I've raised her to make good ones. Mm-hmm. So I'd be surprised, honestly. Uh, I don't want to be, you know, phony about this. I'd be surprised if she agreed to that. But I certainly would not say, well, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not uh, not loaning you money anymore or driving you to Tim Hortons. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, if that's her decision. I mean, we know that there, are, there have been reports of questionable and possibly illegal acts that have happened over the years at the mansion. And there's mm-hmm. been court cases about that. Um, and again, that's... Um, that's that's a that's a different part of this. If you're talking to me about exploitation of of women, um, again, I I think if you're being forced to do it, if you're being put in a position where you have no choice to, but to do it, then that's exploitation. But if you're making that choice based on the fact that you want to be in that magazine, you want to be a Playboy bunny, then I have no problem with that. So I didn't really, I don't think either of us intended to have this conversation and perhaps we've said all we need to on it, but here's a question for you. So is it the nudity then is the problem? Because 
historically, I mean, think of some famous, and as I say, I wasn't prepared to have this conversation or I'd have a statue in mind. Oh, you think, what is it, uh, David, Michelangelo's David? Sure. Um, You look at all sorts of the fresco paintings, you look at all sorts of stuff, yeah. So is that all exploitation of the individuals, yeah, who posed for those? Is that what that is? The difference here is technology. It's a photograph instead of a statue. Or a painting. Or a painting, Mm -hmm. yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, you'd you'd have to get as indignant about those, wouldn't you, if you didn't want to be a hypocrite? You know, and if they were being kept there beyond their wishes, if they weren't being paid, if they weren't being fed, if they weren't being clothed, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Again, it's... (laughs) I don't know how many times I can say this this afternoon. Um, It depends on where you fall on that spectrum when it comes to, um, you know... uh, sex, um, nudity, um how you perceive uh, probably men and women's bodies, all of those things. Absolutely. Uh, How about this text? Really? Half is what's wrong with the world today? There is slavery, mass uh, deportation, Mm -hmm. famine, enforced marriage, poverty, corporate greed, but those are all fine? Ban all magazines? Yeah, again, you said it. It depends on... And where you stand on it. But hey, appreciate the comments. The great thing about this show is that uh, we hear your opinion, we give our opinion, and uh, then you move forward and you can make your decisions based on that. 2.40 on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon. Quick break when we come back. Grant Fedork, Fit After 40, right after this. saying it's sore. That's what my body is saying. There's two things about having uh, Grant Fedoric in studio with us from Leading uh, Leading Edge Physiotherapy. One is uh, that you're excited to see Grant. uh, The other is you immediately start... uh, Uh, Peppering him with questions. Yeah, peppering him with questions about little aches and pains, right? You and Dr. Gantz, I swear... Either of you in studio, and suddenly we're like, eh, what's this? Is it chronic? Or what is this? So this is our new segment. Uh, what are we calling it, Grant? It's called Fit After 40. Fit After 40. I didn't even get past the sports room there, and uh, I had a few <laughs> questions. Well, those sports guys, yeah, for sure. Uh, Have you seen those guys? Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. They're Fit After 40. Well, they're After 40. Uh, so, Grant, uh, this is what uh, the segment's going to be about, is Fitness After 40. But why Fitness After 40? Let's start there. Why, why is that? the number well I think that we're seeing we're not seeing it's the it's the trend everybody's staying and trying to and doing their best to be in shape and I'm 40 so we thought what better thing to talk about than how do we age gracefully and how do we look after ourselves as we uh, as we inevitably age if we're so lucky to do so so why is it that things start to crap out when you hit about 40 yeah isn't that the question you know what it's it's the answer is twofold number one it's physiological it's happening to our bodies and I'll, I'll get into some of that and the second one is wear and tear I mm-hmm. mean the longer we live the more we're gonna take it it's gonna take its toll on us we're living against gravity and on top of that, especially those of us who try to keep going and uh, being fit, we're going to pay the price the more we, we keep having injuries and that over time. But f- so physiologically, a few things happen. We lose muscle mass as mm-hmm. we age. And, it you know, it starts around in our 30s, but it starts to really show up in our 40s. And I think for men, it's 0.7% uh, muscle mass per year. And, and so what does that mean, though? What is How does that affect a person? Well, if you're losing muscle mass, you're not going to be as strong. You're not going to have the same uh, power. You're not going to have the same endurance for activity. And yet, 
that, you know, mentally we might still think we can. Right. So that's going to play its role. And some things I'm guessing too, like back injuries and back problems, if you have more muscle and more strength in your stomach, that's going to lessen the possibility of back injuries. Uh, you know, abs- We've had this conversation. Yeah, the more fit we are, the less the uh, possibility of these injuries for sure. But, you know, again, even on a fitness and performance scale, it deteriorates. It goes down with age. So sarcopenia is just one example and sarcopenia is that loss of muscle mass. Also, the uh, you know the the flexibility of our tissues plays is another one. So our tendons, our um, that kind of fibrous mm-hmm. tissue throughout our body doesn't have the same resiliency as it did when we were younger. Mm-hmm. So it's more prone to injury. And then you tack onto that the fact that the repetitive injuries that we've taken or subjected ourselves to over time, they start to show up in our, in our, I, I don't want to say middle ages, but around, you know, our thirties and forties. So it affects our ability to stay fit and stay healthy when we want to, and when it's very important to. So, you know, back to answer your question, I hope that through this segment, we can uh, you know, spend some time encouraging people to be active and be fit because it's so important. You know, that fitness level is going to pay off, pay dividends for the next 40 or 50 mm-hmm. years that we're now living into that you know, 80 and 90 and staying healthy into. So hopefully people are able to take something away where they can say, yeah, I've had these problems. Here's what I can do about it. Or here's what I can do to prevent it. Right. And you know what? Let me stop you there, Grant, because I'm, I have so many questions. I'm glad it's a regular <laughs> segment because we could, I could talk all afternoon to you. Yeah. So you see people when they've got pain. Yeah. Um, do you talk to people about how to prevent pain? All the time. All the time. And it, it's tougher because we do that one-on-one. You know, you, somebody's got an injury and it's kind of, it's almost too late. Right. You know, so you say next time, here's what you got to do. Uh, as an example, in wear and tear is people will often um, spend a, a long period of time when they're not doing anything and then all of a sudden decide, well, I'm going to go out and do this. I'm going to mm-hmm. go out and, and it can be something like gardening. It doesn't have to be go play flag football with your buddies. And uh, it's that period of time where you just go from nothing to something. Now, if you're playing sports, we know everybody, we know the rules around playing sports. We, you know, you see uh, guys that play for the Edmonton Oilers, they're on a bike before a game and they're on a bike after a game. We don't treat ourselves that way. We just look at it and we say, well, I'm just going to go out and garden. Well, that's, you know, maybe that's two hours of physical activity and it can be intense. If you're lifting uh, dirt or whatever Mm -hmm. you're doing, it's not 10 or 15 pounds. We get out there and we start shoveling as much as we can to get it done as fast as possible. Because that's how we used to do it when we were 16, right? You got it. There's the mental part. You know, the mental part still keeps us back to what we used to be able to do. And uh, again, we just get out there and do it. Or it's a function of time. We've only got so much time now to get this done. And so we we pile through it. And next thing you know, you're in our clinic. We don't think about doing warm-ups or stretches to go garden gardening or to go for your first snowshoe to, to, to do up your pants <laughs> I mean, seriously you get into your 50s and you'll pull a muscle or, how did that happen sure putting on your socks exactly or bending over to brush your teeth so that's the importance of being fit because uh, there's it's a two-sided coin i mean certainly trying to stay fit and being active can contribute to having more injuries. And so people get frustrated with that. And those are the patients that I'm actually uh, more confident that they're going to have a healthy lifestyle through. And, you know, uh, obviously being fit and active helps to look after the rest of our body. Our lungs pay off, are healthier, our kidneys, our spleen, our heart, everything that we need to keep us alive needs to be exercised. And that's, that comes from exercise. Now it's the other people 
who aren't doing things and then just pick up and get at her. And then they're the ones that come to see us and it's they're the tougher ones because you got to encourage them to get active so that they're not having these problems as often. So for different reasons, they're having the same problems. So what should we be doing if we're if we're the weekend warrior if we are sitting around for eight hours in our office chair and then go home and plop down and watch Netflix for three hours, what should we be doing instead? Well, there's a few things and we know we had this conversation and I have had this conversation with uh, with the station, with your listeners about being active throughout the day. If you've got a sedentary type job, getting up and moving around and that can start right there. Building in an exercise program into your daily life doesn't have to be that tough. It doesn't have to be that difficult. Taking some time to stretch, taking some time to get out for a 15, 20-minute walk. Now, I throw all that at everybody, and I don't want everybody as of tomorrow to just go out and start walking 15 minutes and start stretching indiscriminately. Just get going. In fact, quite the opposite. You should ease into it. That's mm-hmm. number one. Uh, it, and it's the same as when we were young. We did ease into things, you know, and our, we just had people who got us to do that. So our parents didn't just stick us in hockey on Monday and say, go. We were continuously doing something. So really what you need to be doing is easing into whatever it is that you're going to do. So if it is going out in the garden and you got a bunch of work to do, plan accordingly. Don't go do two hours. Go work for mm. a fit, 10 or 15 minutes. See how you're doing. Pay attention to your body. And that's probably the number one piece of advice I have to pe- have for people is actually listening to their body. How many of your patients come to you and describe pain as chronic that is not actually chronic at all? Um, I don't know. I think that chronic pain, <laughs> I think we all have chronic pain. I sure. don't know that many pa- people who don't have some sort of chronic pain out there. Um, but generally speaking, if you've got pain in an area and that pain's been there for longer than a than six to eight weeks, it's already in the subacute, the end of the chronic phase. So the, most of them have some sort of chronic pain when they're coming to see us. It's interesting because the first time I met you in this studio, uh, I said that I had a knee problem, and you said, we well, should come see me, and I said, it's chronic. Right. And you went, well, let's find out if that's true. Well, yes. I don't have that knee pain anymore. Right. But it, I had had it for years. Mm-hmm. Sure. It, it just, I, do we also think that our body heals itself? Well, just because it's chronic doesn't mean that it can't go away. So I think that's sometimes people say, well, I've had it forever. It's not going to go away. And that's not ne- not necessarily the case. And typically I'm encouraging people to pay attention to those problems that they have that last more than one to two weeks. So <laughs> if you just get something, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean run down to your doctor or run down to the physiotherapist just because if we did that, man, every clinic would be packed every single sure, day. Sure, sure, so sure. certainly if a problem, though, that you pay attention, that you notice you are gardening and your arm starts to get sore, Give it a break. That's number one. We don't rest enough. Yeah. Okay. We only have about a minute left here, Grant. Sure. Someone says, any advice for nerve pain other than meds? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We deal with nerve system, nervous system, and that's another area of the body that does deteriorate with age, and we certainly can help out patients and people who have that kind of pain. It's called neuropathy. So it depends on where it's coming from. There's a lot of places it can come from. When we assess them, we try to determine why and where it's mm-hmm. coming from, and then whether or not we can help them out. Well, and it's great because you have all sorts of different options to you you know I've been a patient of, of yours and whether it's uh, heat or the you know sometimes with the needles and sure. acupuncture or just deep tissue massage which right. hurts so good and sometimes awesome. sometimes advice sometimes yep. exercise it all depends on the problem and identifying the problem where it came from but also the assessment pays off dividends because then we can direct a patient which way to go for the mm-hmm. treatment they need yeah okay mm. interesting fit after 40 
That right. flies by already. Absolutely. And I think that we should encourage people if they've got questions or something that's on their mind, we might be able to talk about it uh, on an, on our next segment. Absolutely. You can email me, jlynn at 630ched.com, your question, or Andrew? At 630ched.com. And also you can text us on the text line as well, 630-630. Uh, Grant Fedorik from uh, Leading Edge Physiotherapy, the man behind Leading Edge Physiotherapy joining us. It'll be our monthly segment, Fit After 40. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, guys. Grant Fedorik joining us in studio from Leading Edge Physiotherapy. You can check out the website at leadingedgephysio.com. Com. Got it, dot com. Uh, dot com. And there is a link on there, a, a line in there that says, ask the physio. If you have a question that you want to ask Grant that we didn't get to today, um, just go to uh, that website, submit it there. They'll get back to you. Uh, but uh, once a month, he's going to be joining us. And based on uh, your responses already, it looks like we're going to extend the time, looks the time like frame just a little bit. Once a month. So, so Grant's chronic. Grant's chronic. Yeah, all right, totally. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't, yeah. You've been no. called worse, Grant. <laughs> Grant Fedork joining us in studio. The 3 o'clock news up next. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.